Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Erotic Tales with Mona J. I am so sorry for the delay of this episode. I had a lot of personal things going on that I needed to take care of. And to be honest, I was in need of some serious self-care and realization. Before we dive into this new tale, I wanted to let you know of a new venture that I'm working on. My company, It's a Vibe, will serve as a safe platform for artists and entrepreneurs to speak of their work, have their work promoted and reviewed, and just talk about the journey to success. I am very proud to have launched our first episode with an interview from one of my favorite Instagram writers, Miski. If you are an artist, entrepreneur, or podcast owner, this platform was created for you. Click the link in the bio of this episode and favorite our new podcast, It's a Vibe. You can also follow us on Instagram at It's a Vibe. That is I-S-S-A-V-Y-B-E-E. Thank you all for all of your support and love. Please enjoy the first episode of Persephone's Perception. Be careful what you ask for. Okay, so... Like, can you try not to rush? Just, just take your time. I laid on my back and watched as Pierce attempted to satisfy me. He was what I like to call a three pumper plumper. Three pumps and he'd pull out and plump on our pillows, drooling like a baby. Sometimes he'd even forgotten to take off the condom before he fell asleep. Ugh. I wish I'd done my research before we got married. I don't know how I'm expected to stay with someone who is so inexperienced, inconsiderate, and just, well, terrible. You ready for a little history? Pierce and I got married when we were both 18, virgins, living under the cult of religious deviance. So afraid of our elders and the law that was pounded into our heads. Too young to realize how strange it was listening to parents preach about the sin of non-marital sex while none of them were married. My father had four kids by three different women with no wife and dared to say I would be a whore if I'd fucked before marriage. Such a fucking hypocrite. He got to test drive all his women while I'm laying here 10 years later with a preemie named Pierce. I wish I had the opportunity to test drive this. Well, at least I get some pleasure from work. One, two, three. With no shock to anyone, Pierce finished, shaking and coming into the condom and slipped out of my pussy. I hadn't came at all. He wasn't even courteous enough to ask if I was satisfied. He just pulled out, smiled, rubbed my cheek a bit, and rolled over as if he had did something spectacular. It was a wonder that I was even able to get wet. If I hadn't, he wouldn't have noticed. I've had to stop him before while trying to fuck me and my pussy was dry. It was almost like I had turned into sandpaper on the inside. Thought I was going to cut his dick off. (sighs) Typically, I would think about other shit and could muster the desire to come a few times as he attempted to foreplay me and pump me to death. This time, I couldn't. I couldn't just use my imagination. I wanted to feel something real. 
I looked over at Pierce and saw him laying down, scrolling through Facebook. Swinging my feet over the bed, I sat up, pulled my locks into a ponytail, and proceeded to head towards the shower. Persephone, uh, where are you going? I heard Pierce call out for me. I turned on the shower, rolled my eyes, and waited for the water to warm up. Calling back, I answered, uh, I have to work, love. You bring home the bacon, I cater the bread. I quickly showered and got dressed. Pierce walked by me as I was putting on my lipstick and fixing my lock bun. Hmm, he grunted. It seems like you're putting in a lot more effort to get sexy for your clients. Should I be concerned? <laughs> uh, hell yeah, I thought to myself. But I grinned and flashed him some teeth and quickly diverted my eyes back to the mirror. No, hun, you seem to forget. I have to be aesthetically pleasing for my line of work. The more pleasure I provide, the more clients I get. The more of the demand, the more I can charge. Finishing up, I walked over to the closet and took out my sex box. Inside, I kept my whip, my handcuffs, my bondage tape, my dildos, my strap-ons, and a lot of other sexy toys. Pierce saw my sex box and rolled his eyes. Ugh, he sputtered. I can't believe people actually like that shit. It's just not right. I looked over at Pierce and sighed. Are we doing this again? Pierce began to bander. I mean, you get clients who want you to spank them, slap them, demean them, and you're okay with that? I smiled at him and bit the bottom of my lip. He had no idea how much I liked that shit or how much it satisfied me more than his pathetic ass three pumps and a squirt. <sighs> yeah, I sighed. I actually do. It's fun. It's exciting. It's invigorating. I almost feel like I'm a different person every time I'm in that room. I wish you would try it with me. Pierce looked at me and twisted his lips in anger and responded, You got me fucked up. You know damn well that shit isn't welcome into our bedroom. I don't like it. I don't need it. We don't need to be welcoming in the devil's playground. Little did he know, my playground was a lot more fun than the devil's. I rolled my eyes and began walking towards the door. Unfortunately, Pierce still functioned in a lot of the cult's practices. He was never open. He never wanted to experiment or try new things. He always compared my work to Satanism. But it wasn't. But as long as I made more money than him in a week's work than he made in a month, he kept his commas minimal. He was definitely brainwashed by the religious banter preached by hypocrites, but he wasn't stupid. Pierce liked nice things, sometimes more than me, and it made me a little uncomfortable how much more prettier than me that he was. Nevertheless, in order to live a lavish lifestyle, we needed money. Okay, well, I'm not going to argue with you, I said. I'll be home around 8 in the morning if everything goes smoothly and I don't have another client pop up in my office. Love you. Pierce waved me goodnight and ran towards the door to lock it. Oh, he stammered. I forgot to ask. Who was your client tonight? Some lonely old man? Giggling, 
I gave him a side eye and said, no, I think it's a housewife or something looking to explore her sexuality. According to her profile, she's with someone but wants to learn how to please him more. Pierce shook his head and smiled. Well, she hired the right one. I smiled back and walked away. I could hear the door close and lock behind me. I always felt bad for lying to him. Well, at least this time I didn't completely lie. Stephanie did have a boyfriend and she was exploring her sexuality, but she wasn't a client. In fact, I took my client earlier in the day while Pierce was working just so I had enough time to spend with her and still had an alibi. Stephanie was my lover. When I began my sex therapy practice around five years ago, it didn't really start to pick up until our second year. At that time, I was getting so many clients that I couldn't manage my books and be the dominatrix slash therapist. I needed help. So I did what any other business professional would do. I interviewed to hire an assistant. I interviewed a bunch of women and men and was falling short. The only other interview that I remember distinctively besides Stephanie was with some guy named Nathaniel. He, he was the one who came in and listed all of his exes as references. Needless to say, my interviewing process was a mess. Until Stephanie walked into my office. It was something different about her. Her eyes were beautiful yet deviant. It was something that I saw in her that just made me want to explore more. That and she was very educated and professional. All the while tempting. I hired her that day and wasn't disappointed with my decision. She tickled the side of me that actually wanted to embrace my work. She helped me see that there was nothing shameful about my desire to assist others in finding pleasure. And when I became uncertain of things of my approach as a therapeutic tactic, she would let me talk things out with her. She never judged me. She was the support that I lacked at home. And though I knew I was attracted to women for years, for obvious reasons, I never acted on it. Until one day I walked into the office and saw Stephanie sitting at the front desk with a burgundy button up and black slacks. Her silk button-up hugged her breast perfectly, and for some reason, her cherry red lipstick emphasized the shape of her plump lips exceptionally this day. Long story short, after a month of her being hired, I broke every rule in my morality and fucked her on my desk. She was the first woman that I ever been with, and she was, she is so good. She introduced me to a lot of things that helped me get closer to my clients. And after a while, it appeared that we both were teasing and helping one another learn more about ourselves. We've had an affair off and on for the past three years. And every time we are with one another, we talk about running away and just being together. Neither of us are satisfied at home. It seems like the more we try to work on our situations at our homes, the more we find some the more we find a reason to run away and be together. I got in my car and started heading towards my office, ecstatic to see what would happen tonight. 
I hadn't seen Stephanie since she convinced her boyfriend to come and do one of my therapeutic exercises. Everything was going good until I put the ass plug inside of him as a form of punishment, and I think he liked it a little more than he was supposed to, a little more than everything else that had occurred. He came so hard, he actually jizzed on my rug. Stephanie looked and saw how her boyfriend was shaking from the insertion of the plug and raised her eyebrow at me. I kept hearing him mutter something under his breath, but I couldn't make it out. After he came, his dick continued to pulsate and he begged to be removed from his restraints. The moment I untied him, he decided he would finish his therapy elsewhere. When Stephanie offered to go with him, he declined. She didn't seem to mind. But I thought something weird was going on. I walked into my office suite and found the reception area fully dark with slight music coming from my personal office. Entering in, I found Stephanie sitting on my desk with a platter of fruits and fresh treats. Good evening, Dr. Persephone Williams. Stephanie wore a white wraparound dress and thigh-high boots. She gently rubbed her hand down her cleavage to further open her dress and expose her breast. Then she sighed. Are you hungry? I placed my box of toys down and approached her, gathering a strawberry and feeding it to her. As the fruit juice dripped down her lip, I licked it and then stuck my tongue into her mouth. She always tasted delightful, so kissing her was never a bore. I laid Stephanie on my desk and sat the fruits on my chair, removing her clothing and kissing down her body. I began to ask while nibbling on her. Tonight, I want to see how far I can push your body. I want to know how many times I can make you come before you tap out. Are you willing to try? Stephanie nodded her head in confirmation and laid back. Taking off my jacket and exposing my leather suit, she smiled. She liked it when I wore my leather skirt and beaded leather bra. It was something about it that just turned her on. I got on my knees and began to use my tongue to lick her pearl. Every time my tongue flicked over her clit, her toes would extend a bit. I could tell she was enjoying me. I looked up and found her gently pinching her nipples around her golden nipple rings. I always loved watching her play with herself. Once her pussy got nice and wet, I got up, slid my panties off from under my skirt, took a toy out of my box, and walked over to Stephanie. Climbing and placing my pussy on her face, I began rotating on her tongue as I placed my Hitachi magic wand on her clit, vigorously changing the vibration pattern and watching as her clit pulsated. I came on her face as she dripped on the table. It felt so good to come, to have someone who cared enough to make sure that I was satisfied. Mm. I continued to press my pussy on her face and remove the vibrator to lean over and drink her juices, sucking her clit and starting the process all over again. I could feel her getting ready to climax. She began to plead into my pussy. I pressed my pussy down with a little bit of force to gently suffocate her, then released to give her some air, and pressed back down again. Stephanie's body began to clench, and as she violently squirted into the air, her body thrashed on a desk and I slipped off of her, 
hitting the floor. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Persephone, Persephone, I'm, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I laid on the floor and started laughing, still coming from the head. Oh my God, I muttered. That was so hot. Stephanie began to laugh as she sat on the desk. My phone began to ring. I stood up, cleared my throat, and grabbed my phone. <sighs> Hello? I couldn't hear anything but breathing. Looking at the screen, I saw it was Pierce. I said hello a few more times before I chalked it up to a butt dial. He often fell asleep on his phone at night, and I could hear him breathing or snoring through it whenever he accidentally rolled over and called me. Stephanie looked over at me. Everything okay? I nodded. Yeah, he probably just rolled over on his phone again. Now, the question is, are you okay? She giggled at me and rolled her eyes. I really like that exercise. We should try it again, she said. I smiled. Yeah, but next time, don't try to kill me. We both laughed. I picked up the fruit and the snack platter and sat next to Stephanie, gently kissing her on the lips and eating with her. Stephanie laid her head on my shoulder. You know, we can just pick up the businesses and go anywhere. I have enough savings. We don't have to continue this secret. I kissed her on her forehead. You know, Steph, I, I'm just waiting on a sign. I just need to know that right now is the right time, you know? Stephanie dipped her strawberry into the melted chocolate inside. <sighs> yeah, I guess I can feel you there. We sat there in silence for a while snacking and enjoying one another's presence. I had to agree. This whole secret life had become a little overbearing. It would be my ideal to be with someone who understood my desires and loved me for them. Where Pierce lacked, Stephanie made the perfect match. It was always wonderful and felt right when I was with her. See, I love Pierce, but... More as a friend, if anything. I'm in love with Stephanie. She holds my heart. My phone rang again. It was Pierce. I looked at Stephanie and rolled my eyes. Ugh, he's sleep dialing me again. I shrugged. Stephanie looked at me a bit concerned. I don't know. Maybe you should answer it. Maybe something's wrong. I shook my hand and waved her off. No, Persephone, seriously. Answer the phone. There's been a lot of crazy things going on this year. You know this. Answer. I answered the phone, putting it on speaker to prove her wrong, assuming that as soon as I pressed answer, we would hear loud snoring and she would see what I had to deal with. Although, I was a little shocked. I didn't hear snoring. Just a rhythmic breathing and a slight thumping noise. I looked at Stephanie a bit confused and checked the name again on the phone just to make sure it was Pierce. And it was. Stephanie pulled her finger up and pointed to the phone to get my attention. There was this strange male voice coming through, whispering, Call me daddy. Call me daddy. Stephanie looked at me and mouthed, What the fuck? The male voice continued making this demand as we listened. 
flabbergasted. It sounded a little like Pierce, but I've never heard him sound so, I don't know, manly? Call me daddy. Call me daddy. I don't know. It was weird. I thought that maybe Pierce was listening and watching porn and just reenacting, maybe trying to practice for when he got his three pumps in later on when I came home. Right before I hung up, the male voice got louder and I could tell it was Pierce. Call me daddy. We snickered a bit at the idea of Pierce saying, call me daddy. Stephanie had never met him, but she knew from the stories that I told that he was a very straightforward, non-exciting man. I was excited that he was trying something new until I heard something that made my heart fall into my stomach. Pierce saying, call me daddy. And then what sounded to be my sister responding in a faint whisper, daddy, it's yours.